0: Hi there, I'm Cece Ciccone. I'm Kelsey Bowman. This is Go Bigger, Go DECOM. And Kelsey, we we watched a good one this this week. We in, did. An the, intense one.
1: Intense but good. The Color of Friendship.
0: Yep, so this is the first one in our Black History Month kind of yes. mini-series we, that we're doing this month.
1: We will be doing Black Leads all month long for our Disney Channel Original Movies. And this one, our podcast F will premiere on February fifth, which is the twenty fourth anniversary of this movie. That's nuts. February fifth, two thousand. What's even more nuts is that um, the movie is came out in two thousand is based in nineteen seventy seven. Okay. Okay. It's two thousand is closer to nineteen seventy seven than we are to two thousand. So the movie was made in back way back in the day. It
0: would be two thousand one. So let's start there. Let's um, start there. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the fact that this takes place in nineteen seventy seven, which I didn't know. I I came into this cold. Um, I I had seen commercials for the color of friendship before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, knew that it existed. Haven't seen it. Knew nothing of what it was about. So immediately in the the opening screen, it says nineteen seventy seven, Washington D.C., and I was like, oh, weird. Um because correct me if i'm wrong i think this is like the only historical decom
1: i can't think of any others that are set in the past we, we'll find out together but i can't we'll think find of out. any
0: others <laughs> um so so it's like set in the past and this was kind of something just right off the bat this does not feel like a decom to me this no. feels way too serious to be a it's so
1: for.
0: heavy. It's so heavy. We'll talk a little bit about some of the language that's that's there. Um, I think the the story that they were going for well, I have a lot of opinions. I have a lot of a, a lot of opinions. I don't know the right time to, to talk about all of them. Anytime. But but I think the thing is is that the story that they were going for, I cannot imagine that kids would really get it
1: how did the pitch meeting for this go did some right. so it is based on we have real characters here real uh, characters Congressman Ron Dellums, yep. his wife and children are real in real life they had six kids they had three in this movie because they didn't need the other three yeah um the uh, apartheid is real Stephen Biko is real the uh-huh. bill that Congressman Dallums is fighting for is real and Congressman Dellums... And his wife really did host. They hosted two South African, white South African exchange students. And so so what's, this let's,
0: let's start there with the premise. Let's start okay. with the premise. So the whole premise, yes. and, and we can dig into the parts a little bit deeper, is, yes, Congressman Dellum, his daughter Piper, is really, really interested in African culture um, you know is really really interested in her past and wants to engage that and she thinks that the best way to do it is to get an exchange student from africa so she does she gets an exchange student from south africa who is white and so that's the whole thing this is during apartheid in a
1: big yes in a big piece of both situational and dramatic irony we are aware of who the characters are until mari exchange student lands at the airport she is not aware that she is staying with a black american congressman and his family and the family is not aware that they are getting a white south african exchange student
0: so there's a lot here right so like they're in the airport to pick up mari the uh the white south african girl and they see like a teenage black girl and think that it might be her and um mari just walks right by them overhears them saying her name and she's like oh like I'm Mari, and you get the sense that she immediately thinks maybe that... we should start at the okay absolute beginning. I I, I am just gonna go. Y- yeah, yeah, that's you fine. Stop I'll me keep. I'll keep
1: stopping you. I
0: have lots of thoughts about all. So
1: of We ahead. see Piper convince her dad. She'd apparently been trying to convince him, and she we see her convince him with African culture. She is trying to get more in touch with her roots. I think this during the civil rights movement, I mean, I'm not black and I wasn't alive at this time. So mm-hmm. I, this is all, you know, second, third hand sure. things I've read. There was a big resurgence of this, people wanting to get more in touch with their culture because mm-hmm. the, almost all black people in this country,
0: yeah,
1: uh, especially at that time, were not, didn't leave Africa willingly.
0: right?
1: And so Absolutely. her, her dad is a congressman. He's a, so he's a very well, educated he's a very influential black man mm-hmm. he does agree to it um her mom roscoe roscoe is a great name i was thinking it is a great name does not yeah, convince it's nice. him
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then we switch to see mari the you know to juxtapose these two girls doing the same thing her mom's okay with it she has to convince her father who's a south african police officer to let her go he does agree. We see her do it as a at a restaurant where we do see. I mean, the differences. This is a restaurant where in South Africa, where it's all white people eating. The wait staff is black. um A wait staff member accidentally spills something on an older white patron, who kicks him and calls him a slur. We're not going to use. Um, it's a South African slur it starts with a K, so we're going to call it the K word.
0: Yep. Yeah. So he yeah, uses a slur, that, kicks him down, and everyone just kind of acts like that's normal. That's-
1: Right, it's completely okay. Do. There doesn't seem to be any of an issue with that from the other people. We obviously have an issue, with yeah. That. And, yeah. And yeah, then her father mentions that Stephen, a Stephen Biko, was arrested because he's a police officer. I yeah. didn't really remember the Stephen because I had seen this. Obviously, okay. I've seen it several times when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. We watched it in class, so I have. I don't think yeah. I've watched it since then. And I mean, it's a movie that is really intense. So. I feel like anyone who'd seen it at that age would have been like, I remembered that kicking scene vividly because it's. Oh falling.
0: yeah, it is. It's just like, it's, it's so dehumanizing.
1: And it really is unexpected.
0: Well, and so, so here, here's the issue, right? Um, When we're talking about decons and a Disney channel original movie, and you have a scene like what happened in that restaurant where a white man kicks a, a black man down on the ground and there's not really any commentary on it. Is that they're not actually like for kids of a certain age, you very explicitly have to say things, mm-hmm. right? And so, this idea that, like, I don't know, this kid, his sister could have spilled something on him and then just like repeats the behavior that he saw in a movie that had no commentary around it, where, you know, someone spilled something it's, and then they got killed. And it's not because we know because we have the sense of it's 1977 as apartheid in south africa we know that that man was kicked because of his race that's not necessarily what an eight or ten year old is going to understand um anyway which
1: makes us think what is the age demographic they're going after maybe 10 maybe nine and up with i mean honestly i mean i
0: i felt like this was a pg-13 movie like
1: it it felt that way
0: like it, it because of some of the language that they used because of some of the violence, um, and just the 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 topic matter being the political situation at the time, not necessarily mm-hmm. just the friendship of these two individuals. Which anyway, I'll, I'll have other thoughts that I'll I'll share afterwards yes. because I I don't even I think that this movie could have been done a lot better if it had been sent uh in the current day, quite frankly. So anyway, in
1: two thousand, in two thousand, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, absolutely, the time that it was made. Um, but we could I think that there will be more opportunities to talk about that. So as, as we go.
1: Let's keep going. Her father does eventually agree that he can that she can go. He's pretty negative about it the whole time in the sense that he keeps saying, You're just gonna want to come back, you're not right. gonna want to stay. He doesn't think she's uh, gonna like it. Yeah, he's not the most supportive person. You did hear some Afrikaans in the background in that restaurant seat. You heard Meneer and um Donkey which are both from Dutch because the Dutch actually colonized. South Africa. Yeah, I used to live I in the Netherlands, so like my ear picks it up because I used to live in the Netherlands and Isn't I that speak something? some Dutch. Yeah, it's um yeah Afrikaans is so is very similar to Dutch because it it's just Dutch.
0: Couple no, Afrikaans is not the one that has the clicks, right?
1: no that's a different so afrikaans okay. is like the white language inside
0: okay um, all
1: right it was the official language i mean now a lot of people also speak english but it's what they forced so when they were forcing people to get rid of tribal languages they were replacing it with afrikaans
0: got it okay um
1: and yeah. so we see mari is about to leave uh, she has a conversation with her um her housekeeper Flora, who is black, Flora yeah, sure. says, "I think it'll be good for you to go. You can see how people think differently," which was again very subtle for a Disney Channel original movie that played. So this premiered in two thousand. I probably yeah. like came home from second grade one time, watched my Lizzie McGuire, and then this just came on. And after you just
0: had a black housekeeper who, yeah, was raising the children essentially. You kind of get that sense, yeah, that that she was raising the children. Yeah, absolutely, and and no no comment on that whatsoever just kind of an understanding of that was how how it was mm-hmm. um, um so.
1: Piper and her siblings have a friends from Nigeria so they're asking him about Africa and he's saying I don't know that much about South Africa Nigeria is nowhere near South Africa I just which you know, is something know that about apartheid
0: still is common I have um an aunt and uncle who are missionaries in Tanzania and they've been there for probably a year and a half now but before they went, they just kept telling everyone like, "We're going to Africa. We're going to Africa," and I kept being like, There there are very different parts right. of Africa, <laughs> you know, like they're not they're not interchangeable." Mm-hmm. So that's that's still something that you know exists today, where where mm-hmm. people kind of think, yeah.
1: Um, and so then we see Mari talking to Flora, her housekeeper again. She's talking about going she mentions oh this is the name of the family that I'm staying with and we again very subtly see Flora kind of piece it together
0: right like she realizes I don't know Before, I, she, well because I guess congressman Dellum was you know a, a staunch advocate for yes. the black community in South Africa that he uh, you know she must have recognized his name yeah mm-hmm.
1: she says did you send them a photo this is 1977 you, they people are just sending their children across the world with people to people we've never seen photos to. And I guess we're talking to them on the phone maybe twice.
0: Yeah, seems so like they didn't us. even talk on the phone.
1: No, there was just nothing.
0: Even...
1: Yeah, she yeah. said she'll write. We don't actually see her write, but I'm sure she did. Um, And then her brother catches a bird, and then Flora tells us it's a weaver bird. They lived near my village, they all lived in giant, basically woven houses together. Um, no matter on the weaver birds come in all different colors and
0: yeah and they work they together are, to mm-hmm. yeah to build safety so um yeah so so here we are
1: Mari <laughs> leaves in the next scene and she's asking Flora did you pack this did you pack that so it's clear Flora is is there
0: like a servant she's almost. A, yeah I think servant would be a fair word to yes
1: use. I mean they're paying her but it's like she does everything for them it seems right. like her brother runs up with a flag that we learn is a flag for the um, the pro-
0: Resistance, civil basically.
1: Black movement. And I don't know its name. Yeah. In South Africa at the time, Flora says, I'll take it. So that's how we learn, you know, this is illegal. And it, she says, our parents would be so mad if they saw you with it. Her brother doesn't realize what it is. He found it in the road. Right. And Flora says, I'll take it. Shoves it in her pocket. Mari gets in the car to leave. And then again, very subtly, especially if you don't read, which some of the people who watched this movie didn't, flora goes to like a little box that she has opens it up and we see a another resistance flag and b uh our news clippings about congressman ron dellums
0: yeah and yeah, how so he, he's she's... trying to lead
1: bills that are anti-apartheid so i was kind of like what's the point of these bills <laughs> and i googled it it would impose sanctions against right. south africa until apartheid ended Which would put a lot of pressure against South Africa. Financial pressure. Right. Exactly. And Hmm. um, America doing it first, obviously, America's very influential. So it would, in theory, and we learned at the end that years later it did pass in 1986, and other countries in Europe did follow, um, which was important,
0: obviously.
1: Yeah. So, apartheid to end.
0: um, I'm going to jump in here. but before we we get back sure. to when Mari gets to the United States, um, so this is 1977. Martin Luther King Jr. was killed less than ten years before. Um, and you get the sense in this movie. There's a couple of lines in passing where someone will say something like, um, you know, oh, it's bad here too, or like we don't have all of our problems fixed. But the overwhelming sense is that in 1977 civil rights has been achieved in the United States of America. And um, do you get that sense?
1: Yes, you get that. I was saying true. You get that sense. I did not want it to come across as true by 1977. We just saw. (laughs) Right, right. No, no, no. (laughs) I I got
0: you. So, because like you see, like they go through the black neighborhoods of Washington, D.C., which Kelsey and I went lived in D.C. for college and you know they make it seem very nice and like very normal and um just like you know i mean for goodness sakes it's 2024 and we're still you know very far ways from having true equity we
1: are i will say america's place in the civil rights movement is different from where south africa's is even right. currently
0: and i agree but i think as an american movie this gave the sense that this was an issue somewhere else. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Everything was perfect in America. I mean, the civil rights bill or the civil rights act was 1964. Right. And that's was Washington DC segregated before 1964. I think so.
0: I mean, it's pretty much still segregated now, although not legally. (laughs) I mean, right. But I was thinking about like
1: their school, their school seems to be majority black. um, Absolutely. Like, Ruby Bridges, who the movie Ruby is about, it's was uh-huh. also played on and on Disney Channel, but it's not a DCOM. Right. Um, like, that was Louisiana. That was Baton Rouge, I'm pretty sure. I'm from Louisiana. Ruby Bridges is 67 today.
0: Right. Yeah. She's so not even old. This is
1: not, right. This is not, <laughs> like, a long time ago history.
0: Yeah. And so that's what kind of confused me about it, was, like, why did, like, this... She could have been a white South African that came in 2000, and like they still had to deal with the differences.
1: Because in 2000, apartheid and most of the ends of apartheid that ended the sanctions, again, with America, yeah. were repealed were by 92, and then they had the first free elections in South Africa in 1994. So yeah, in 2000, but- this was still very... Of the times.
0: So like most South of Africa. my knowledge of South African history and culture comes from Trevor Noah's memoir, um, which was called Born a Crime, which is because his father was white mm-hmm. and his mom was black. And that was illegal. You know, he he was it was illegal for him to exist. Um, but he's very close in age to us and still, you know, talks about like how poor the black people were in South Africa and all this. So I, I, I think they made a couple of mistakes here. The first was framing it as like South Africa has the main problem, and mm-hmm. and not us, as an American movie, but then also by setting it in the past, um, as framing it as oh this I can't believe things were like that in 1977, and yet in Mean Girls, <laughs> in in 2004 they make the joke about uh you know her being white and from mm-hmm. Africa, so. Yeah, I was just I was kind of disappointed. I, I didn't I didn't think it needed to be take place in 1977, although I guess they're following it the true It is story. based
1: on that's right. why I think at the end of the day it's based on a short story Piper wrote. Mm-hmm. Um about these exchange students and so that is what they based it on. I guess because they had the content. I guess also especially handling something this heavy, they probably figured it was best to go off of a real situation of real
0: starting point so but so to put ruby bridges into like perspective i watched ruby bridges when i was in maybe like fifth grade in school um so that would have been close to 20 years ago mm-hmm. and it felt like it was so in the past and ruby it's bridges true. was 47. You it's know? the same like,
1: as when nelson mandela died not just a exactly. few years ago, Same thing. everyone said, I thought he'd been dead for 20, 30 years. And that's not true. Apartheid no, because everything in 19- happened in the 90s.
0: Yeah.
1: Everything, the Berlin wall fell. I went to right. Berlin and it was just, it was just wild to be like, wow, this is where the Berlin wall fell. And then to be like, oh, it wasn't so long ago.
0: No, it wasn't. And, um and, and I think, yeah.
1: And we went to, this is about Berlin, but we went to a club. Yeah. Um, Cause I went on a girl's trip to Berlin when I was living in the Netherlands and we went to a club. And so we're like, you know, at the club and it's on the river and yeah. the wall was on the exact opposite side. And the club had been open since the sixties. It was one of the oldest clubs in because Bre- Berlin is very known for its clubbing scene. It, is, it was yeah. one of the oldest clubs in Berlin. So I just kept thinking.
0: Just stayed People open. We were here
1: clubbing it here in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. And then they couldn't go across the river or people across the river could what hear and see right. the club music? And it's and that was just wild. yeah,
0: it is. No, it is. Um, so yeah, so it, those are just my thoughts. And and I hear it's a real story, it's a it's a true story. Um and so they needed to place it like that. I just I don't know. For such an important lesson, I I felt like yeah it i mean even just the fact that like oh she's she's a white girl from africa like but piper didn't really have any white friends in america you know
1: yeah they have her brothers have one yeah white who, friend.
0: who played jt in degrassi the next generation <laughs>
1: You and your all the DeGrassees. I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are actors anymore. They all like moved on. Um, but I guess at the time, their parents were trying to get them, get them up and, and running. And and as we talked before, 2000, 2001, one, two thousand two, DComs were coming out every single month.
1: They were just trying So to They had the actress had who a... plays Piper was in several other DComs.
0: Right. She, she looks so familiar to me, but I I couldn't. I looked at her. Uh, she's her in. She's in Xenon
1: Z two. The sequel. See, I only saw that like once. I, Z- I don't know that episode. Z- have...
0: I. We're gonna get there. Okay, so so February we're doing Black History. <laughs> March we're doing Women's History. Xenon is coming. So is Compossible. Don't worry. <laughs> but right now we're we so watching... much.
1: A- the first week in April we're doing The Descendants also because so we got to get back to the musical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know someone. Uh, someone actually sent me a message and was like, "When are you gonna do Lemonade Mouth?" And I was like, "I I didn't even know."
1: <laughs> I so anyway. I've never seen that one. We need the youths youths, please tell us what to do from your generation.
0: That's right. Um, so back to Washington DC in 1977 back to Washington DC
1: in 1970
0: Ma- uh, that situation that I was describing before at the airport Mari gets off. Uh, they they're looking for a black girl because that's the whole reason why they were doing this exchange. Mari overhears them saying her name she says oh that's me and immediately says okay like i have two bags so you immediately get the sense that she thinks that the congressman has sent his servants or his Mm -hmm. staff right um to to get them up and so she says where's the congressman roscoe his wife says we're gonna go see him washington
1: dc was the public schools were segregated they had very few jim crow laws however the existing laws did mandate segregation in the public schools and recreational facilities but not in the streetcars and public libraries so
0: when did that end Piper though? 1964 okay
1: with the civil rights i don't know its name when that passed the act the act well but then um, you had
0: see i i'm exposing my uh my ignorance of like when was brown versus board of education because that was really interesting. I actually went to one of the schools. Uh, it's a national park now uh, devoted to Brown versus 1954, of Education. Okay, so that was the earlier. act didn't
1: pass until 1964. So I guess 19 is 1954. When school, C again, I don't know.
0: I mean, we, it we was. Need to know,
1: that's why we need to know more about. This makes it seem so far in the past, but it wasn't.
0: It wasn't at all and um like it, it's interesting what what i was saying when i was in one of the schools that was in brown versus board of education and you know it closed and then they left it exactly as it was so now it's a national oh, wow. park and i mean that? tiny uh it was in it's in kansas in uh it's right when you cross the border uh t starts with a t hold on oh, Pika. It is Topeka, yeah. That's exactly it. We weren't planning on going. Uh, I was driving across the country and we saw the sign, and I said to my sisters, "I was like, when else are you going to be in Topeka, Kansas? We really should go." So we went. Tiny. I mean, it's a small, small school, like one one hallway, you know. Um, but to the left was the black kids' school, and to the right was the white kids' school. Wow. And the classrooms were smaller, the desks were worse, you know, like all all of this stuff. Um, and it was just. To, like, see it in front of your eyes like that, like, they use different doors to walk into the same building. And, like, like, I I don't know. You know, you you hear the Mm -hmm. stories and then to actually, like, see a water fountain in front of your face that, like, says coloreds over it, like, that it's just, um, like, it's such a dark part of our history and it's not that long ago.
1: And... Some of it is, to so I grew up in New Orleans, which was obviously a very, still Mm -hmm. has racial issues, was a very hot bed for Ruby Bridges is from Louisiana. So there are two very large parks in New Orleans that are owned by the city. There's City Park and then there's Audubon Park. Audubon Park is better kept. It has has a golf course that's nicer. It is Mm -hmm. um, in a much better location. Audubon Park was the white park and City Park was the black park. But I didn't learn that until I was in high school. Like, it wasn't really talked about that the reason we had two such large parks is because it was segregated. And it's the same idea. White people could go to City Park if they wanted to, um, right. but Black people could not go to Audubon Park.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, still in D.C., like, U Street, you know, mm-hmm. like, U Street and the culture there Uh, came out of the fact that the city was segregated to begin with. And then even though the laws took place, that didn't change the fact that um, it was dangerous for certain people to go to certain parts of the city um, and like you, you said know.
1: dc a lot of the schools do are still majority white or black and Very it's much the same so. it's the same in new orleans
0: yeah isn't that yeah i mean and, and that's just it's because these this uh the tribalism in our culture and then just like I, I mean honestly so much has has to do with policing and like all of these other things that we don't have time to go into and it's not really we really don't the point of our time. show um but um washington dc
1: schools sorry
0: this was not something that stayed in 1977 it's not something that stayed in 2000 and that's why the story still resonates so so deeply i think um today
1: which is maybe why they felt it was okay to play devil's advocate to set it in 1977 because it is still relatable.
0: Fair enough.
1: Um, Brown versus Board of Education is when schools in DC desegregated. So okay. it had been twenty-three years since desegregation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we pick Mari up at the airport. There's a scene where they're leaving the airport, where Mari is walking way behind Piper and her mom, and they're having conversation about her as if she's not there at all. Right.
0: She could totally hear them talking about. You can totally hear,
1: can totally hear everything <laughs> they're saying, but I guess she doesn't because she's shocked in the next scene. And her mom is saying, we assumed Black African, she assumed white congressmen, which, as you've said, are uh, almost 60 years after this movie takes place, like, almost 50 years after this movie takes place, assumptions people might still make today.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, yeah. if you picture congressman, I picture a really old white guy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And so they still take her i would have skipped this trip it was i would me. have been like
0: you know what we'll meet him at home
1: <laughs> yeah i'll call him i'll tell him we were busy they still take her to where his office
0: yeah in, in one capital. of the congressional buildings
1: yeah. and he and he's meeting with i'm assuming like his staff or maybe some other black congressman it's a room of entirely you know very well dressed like all in suits black men which is right. probably something Mari's probably never been in a room with this many black men ever in her life especially ones who are so like well-dressed influential or right. business people and sure. she it's like and then he's like oh bring her in and Ross goes like I think we should talk for a second leave her in the car even if you're gonna <laughs> come here I don't know like it, and so he they bring her in she walks into this room she's like, I thought I was going to meet the congressman. He's like, I am the congressman. She's like, Roscoe's like, This is my husband, Congressman Ron Dellums. The and girl just, looks I'm,
0: straight up terrified. Like, like legitimately yeah. terrified.
1: And then she does like an awkward laugh. She's like, This must be a joke. Right. And it's not a joke. Every, the room is silent. All of these men are staring at her. Piper is still just staring at her. Roscoe's staring at her. She, runs out i think and then they go home
0: and at home piper's brothers kind of like like they make a comment that like they picked up some zulu music music and they like are wearing rather traditional uh african clothes and they have a sign for her. they're all ready she walks in she sees it pretty much the same reaction that like she comes to realize it's not a joke for the next however long she's going to be there, she's going to be living with this black family and she just runs up the stairs and locks herself in Piper's room.
1: Um, And what if the brothers makes the comment, I thought we ordered a real African. Which just again, shows you how, just the differences between what they expected, what everyone expected, what everyone got and just the cultural differences And like we said, she, the only Black person in her life, we're under the assumption, is Florida, who works for her parents.
0: And so, I mean, I I think another part of this, and and it's something that, like, like you told me that the Dutch colonized South Africa and I had no idea, that just, like, as Americans, um, because the colonization of America happened basically just by killing the indigenous people, um, like... I don't think we have a strong sense of what colonization in the rest of the world was like, Mm -hmm. you know, if that makes sense. Like, um, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting for me. If I picture a South African, I picture someone of British descent. Like that's just what I picture. Mm
1: -hmm. And none of these accents for the record. I'm the girl who played Mari. I looked it up was born in California and she's doing a British accent. These are not South African accents that we hear um, at all throughout the because i was like oh south african and then i was listening as i lived in the netherlands um afrikaans is very similar to dutch i knew a lot of south af not a lot i knew i worked with some south african people Mm -hmm. who had i met a couple of their spouses who had emigrated to the netherlands yeah and um all i will say it was all white people that i worked with personally right and because those are people who have more access to emigrating out of situations like that
0: 100% i mean it is not easy to get from south africa to europe <laughs> like that no. is quite quite the trip especially like i said um for any of the adults i would highly recommend trevor noah's uh memoir just yeah i'll have to, to read it to get the sense of the level of poverty that was just totally normalized um and so i yeah.
1: know south african accents do that because i knew them personally i also <laughs> love garbage television so i watch below deck and 90 day fiance yes. have south below african deck people does have quite a few south africans so i'm over... like lecker south african people say lecker all the time which is a dutch word it means like good great like it means tasty but they use it also as like it's like, like... you eating food it's lecker right the my son went to daycare there and my son is just like super relaxed guy from mm-hmm. the time he was a baby always has been super easy going so they would always be like oh he's like her chilling
0: <laughs> i love that <laughs> it's just
1: so we still say it about him if he's just like laying on the sofa i'm like oh he's like chillin."
0: chilling it's amazing
1: so, so that, that comes from the touch sorry that was just a fun tangent that was a fun tangent we have a lot of not fun tangents this
0: This movie is really intense um
1: every (laughs) like like every second there's I'm trying to think of a spot where I laughed
0: um you know there there is a scene where Mari's like I got you a gift and Piper's like I got you a gift too and they gave they gave each other the same bracelet so that was kind Mm -hmm. of this moment of like oh we're not that different we have similar tastes so Uh
1: Mari hides in the bedroom which was and that's a good that was a really good bonding that was their first big bonding moment mari hides in the yeah. bedroom we see her come out at night she places an international call to her parents i'm sure it was five thousand dollars <laughs> probably. Um, probably 1977
0: right and i can't so, even believe that you could just place a collect call to south africa in 1970
1: oh her mom does say i'll accept the charges so i guess her parents paid yeah it was, it was for collect call. call yeah <laughs> and um she's about to ask to come back and her dad peter is um like oh you want to come back already can you hang on a couple more days the next flight's in two
0: days and she was like i gave you a week and you couldn't even wait 24 hours right so
1: she says no i'm I'm having the time of my life i'll stay
0: which so i felt bad for her (laughs) in that moment (laughs) Um and and I think that that's something um that that kind of carries throughout this movie with Mari's character is this idea that uh she's racist she's racist as all get out Yes. um but it's not her fault um I I think. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to do this very carefully, um, because you get the sense that like she's a product of her culture, right? And for mm-hmm. a thirteen-year-old girl or whatever to recognize that that level of racism was wrong, when everyone is telling you that these people are dangerous and blah 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 blah, blah you know, all of the racist mm-hmm. stereotypes, um, and so she is like, it like Can we it, see it,
1: her, we'll discuss. She repeats them throughout the movie in just matter of fact ways the way that she parrots what she has heard her entire life because at 13 you are not making your own decision i know some grown adults who are just parroting everything they've said they've heard their whole life and she's 13
0: she just she has this story in her head that you know black people are dangerous that they're unable to you know govern that they're ungovernable oh my goodness all Mm -hmm. of these things And so she really believes that. And so she really believes that she is sleeping in a house where she is in danger.
1: And her father is a police officer. So it's inherently tied to her feelings about her family, that what the South African police and government are doing is correct.
0: Right. So that said, (laughs) racism is evil. Yes. You know, and, and, and all of these things. And so I think that this does take another level to the story. Um, I mean, I think about like the things like my grandmother used to say that were just like horrifically racist. And- um... oh, I mean,
1: I wouldn't, not my grandparents specifically, but other people I know. And then in the South, just things I've heard other people's- right. yeah, sure. Family Maybe members say. So Because so, m- both of my parents were from, my dad was from Michigan. My mom was born in Baltimore, and grew up in Boston. So they moved from the North to the South. So my extended family is not Southern. Um, And so just like going to other people's things though and just hearing things- you're what yeah
0: and so 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 when you're raised in that culture something has to happen for you to see that it's wrong Mm -hmm. you know you're not because as we all we all grow up thinking that we're raised perfectly right you you don't know anything different from how you're raised right and And your parents are perfect i think that played a very interesting role that i don't think um you could do now right like like, i don't think that you could do a movie now where someone is not presented as evil it's the same way you couldn't
1: do the office now
0: sure sure
1: because Because michael scott's character is racist and is bigoted and you it's like you do see him change over the course but not like apologize for anything but it's like we have so many resources
0: now. now you so many resources so many conversations that are happening there's no um no, I, I don't know. You you cannot justifiably say like any of it's the things also, that I It's true. you're right. It's
1: 1977. <laughs> she can't Google like I don't know. Are are black people dangerous? Like she can't Google that.
0: Right. And like I don't it's know. Not a thing. They, they didn't have the new Jim Crow or mm-hmm. like and they, all and of the these government books that we've read now. <laughs> she
1: mentions later the government bans books. They're banned. You can't oh, go right. on the internet and just find them. I mean, some, obviously there are governments who do a very good job of scrubbing the internet of things. Um, sure. Okay, so we should keep going. The next scene, Roscoe and Ron are discussing it. Ron says, I want her out. I don't want right. a racist kid in my house that I'm raising. Like I'm a congressman who's so anti-apartheid. What does this say about me? And Roscoe says, we owe it to her. is really the voice of like reason throughout yeah. this whole movie. We owe well, it to it's her a, to keep her. I mean someone's gotta be. It's a decent
0: challenge. Yeah. Okay. Well, but but it's it's the same situation as Mari felt that the congressman sees a white African, a South African as dangerous to his family. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so yeah, so you do have Roscoe there who's like, wait a second, she's a kid. Yeah, you know. And, um, and he
1: says our and she says. Well, the conversation ends with he's saying our kids aren't racist racism's bad and ross like it's complicated and our kids aren't racist because we have raised them not to be racist mm. it's, it's so they're saying you know the sense of this is a, she's a product of her environment right. and we owe it to her to try to change her life to some extent and, and i did read an article um that collaborated with the actual piper in real life and she oh, said when they did this exchange they did think oh, how great to get a Black South African out of that situation for a year. Mm. So think put it in like that. They're thinking, oh, we're going to help this person show them, um, you know, that like in America, our, you know, our, at the very basis level, our schools aren't segregated. You can go where you want. You don't have to carry an identification card that says the districts you're allowed to go to and you're Right, you, you,
0: you can become a member of Congress. You, you know? can
1: vote in this country. So right. it's, and then they get, a white girl. Yeah. Who um is who sees it completely differently. So they do say she can stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next morning, the next day, Mari still hasn't come out of the room by what seems to be afternoon. Yeah. Um, Roscoe tells Piper, try to bring her this, you know, fast food that I brought. Piper goes upstairs and it's Piper's bedroom that Mari's is locked in. So Piper picks the lock because she says I I know how to open this door, block myself out before and then mari asks to stay essentially i mean a couple we have a couple more conversations mari asks to stay because basically because she doesn't want to admit to her father that she wants to go home Mm -hmm. seems to be her driving force and roscoe says yes
0: yeah and they do give her her own room and like seem like very respectful Mm respectful of of her as
1: she as they're moving her bags down the hall ron grabs them and he goes to take them to the car and piper there's, like, such a big shift, which just seemed like a very 13-year-old thing, because earlier she'd been like, I don't want her, I'm really disappointed, I want her out of here, and then they have the conversation where they exchange bracelets, and they bond mm-hmm. a little bit, and she's like, no, dad, she's not leaving, she's going to her room.
0: Mm-hmm. That was, felt like
1: a very realistic 13-year-old moment. Love it. Um, they have, you know, a breakfast scene where Mari expects, like, a much larger breakfast spread, but they don't have a servant in the Delum's household just, so just
0: cereal
1: <laughs> just cereal <laughs> um and then we have this scene where they're driving so they're going to the mall they're going to pick out clothes for the first day of school they're driving through like you said the black neighborhoods that are not as nice as the neighborhood that the dellums live in and she is saying um the man washes that windshield she says oh does this card to which is a reference to she you know it doesn't can't imagine any system of government other than the one that she's been brought up in. right so she's referencing the cards that you have to carry as a black person in south africa during apartheid that say where you're from and where you're allowed to travel and this is what stephen biko was arrested for um was simply because he was becoming a leader in south in south africa for he originally ran student organization but he was in college And then he ran, like started a whole black coalition organization and he gave speeches and he went around the country trying to get people to join. So they restricted his access to the, um, province, I think that he lived in and he was arrested for crossing borders within the country. Wow. And that, that was it. Yeah. The man he was with was also arrested and that man was held without trial for 533 days
0: it's just um i mean there's no words right just to to imagine that and to think yeah that it didn't happen that long ago Mm -hmm. um yeah it i I was just telling someone today the story of a of a south african he was a black south african saint in 1990 who was uh martyred because they thought that he might be a witch Wow. in 1990. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and so I I think that's again, I don't know, I I lived with someone from uh from Portugal for a while, and when we would watch American news, she always commented on how like it was only about what happened in America, <laughs> and like <laughs> Americans have so little concept of what it's is true. happening outside in the rest of the world, and oh, it's absolutely true because we didn't learn about South Africa in any of our history classes, you know, like no. um.
1: The most we learned about africa was egypt i went to egypt and our tour guides kept being like yeah everyone is from everyone in america who visits is always like i learned all about this and we're like why are y'all so into egypt (laughs) i was like yeah we're we're just really into egypt but that's (laughs) it like
0: i i have absolutely no i mean i know like australia that's where the british used to send their criminals like I, i don't know anything else about australia like and and all of that so um anyway that that's just a, a way to say um yeah how how interesting it is that that they picked this time in history um but then do we want to talk about they end up going to school together
1: they do well i was going to talk about they're at the mall they really there's a fun bonding sequence at the mall
0: yeah they try on cute clothes and um
1: they get Mari says can everyone just shop together in this mall just to point out that south africa is segregated there are specific places that um right. not non-white people can't go and then there is a scene where they're getting ice cream a black waiter accidentally spills ice cream in a white man's lap and the white man is super nice about it and you see her be like oh but again it's it's they do a flashback
0: mm-hmm. so it's not to try to incredibly it. subtle
1: but no one says it out loud right yeah so and- I don't know it's tough is it subtle because they didn't flashback to directly juxtapose the scenes but also no one said it's not okay to kick people of color out loud right <laughs> which you shouldn't have to say out loud obviously but it is a movie for that well, young children watching.
0: so so I would think that a young child would say it's not okay to kick someone <laughs> right right and and would not make the connection that he was kicked because he was black it's not um, okay to kick
1: anyone it's especially not okay to kick people because of their race
0: yeah right it's it's not okay to treat a serving class as any less than um anybody else so true busty.
1: so the then the embassy of south africa calls so we become aware that the south african embassy knows where she's staying and is like checking in which it makes sense that the embassy would know i mean they should at least have a File of it. I would assume she had given address when she applied for her pass for her visa. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. So if you're the South African embassy, there's this congressman who is advocating for laws um that you think are going to ruin your country, and he just so happens to have a nice white girl in his house from your country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like I don't know, like a hostage situation. It's gonna situation take a few alarm bells. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but but they handle it very interestingly in that two people from the South African embassy come to the Dellum's home and just well, take. First Mar- we <laughs>
1: have first we have
0: first Sorry. we have the hard R scene,
1: which we have. to discuss.
0: Oh my gosh, we do have to discuss that. So the, the
1: you you take it away. This is the next scene after the phone
0: call. Is it? And okay. we
1: and it is exactly what I just described. We it's another word that we're not going to use. We will just say the N word. They did not say
0: so at least a- twice. Piper says the n word, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and and Piper says it, meaning.
1: Piper says it one. Would time. you
0: call me this? And Mari says no. I would not call you, that. Um, being the n word. Um, Both
1: girls say the full.
0: The word. full n word, very clearly this pronounced. Was you know what? They a real put, interaction. They did not put a warning on the front of this one. They did not which is interesting they put a warning on the front of aladdin maybe just it's not as popular and so no one thought to do it um but yeah no it, when when piper says the word first i audibly gasped um i because i mean even it even even in 2000 that was like not okay like i remember in like 2005 we read some book in in uh you know language arts class or whatever uh roll of thunder hear my cry is the name of it and they use the n-word and i i remember our teacher like giving us this big warning beforehand and that's only five years after this movie so like the fact that this played on disney channel like just and, and again same thing where a kid does not know what that means, does not know the history behind that word. They can't, they can't possibly, you know? And um, so anyway, so so they have that conversation. They say the K
1: word, the South African version. And I right. feel like it's not stressed enough that now it's that really it's, bad. it's the like, same you can't really say, bad.
0: You can't say that either. And right. I, and I don't think it is because, so anyway, so Piper says that. And then Mari says, no, like, this is the word that we use. And she we says- use- like this, this K word. Yeah. Um. Mari and... says
1: I would call you Bantu, which just means black. I wouldn't call you the K word, which means N word. Mari says all the words. <laughs>
0: right. So yeah. So, so, it's so to I, show I, I you, I wouldn't call you K word, which means N word. Saying the full keep, words.
1: Keep going with what you're with what you get
0: out of so... that So. <laughs> so I I get this. Mari's trying to be like, no, I'm one of the good guys. Right? right a very very understandable and relatable like I, I think for anyone who has had like a one-on-one friendship with um a person of color you know you get to this point where you realize that like you hold this awful history and like you want to be like no, no 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 but that that's not me you know and so i i think that that that's very realistic in, in that it happens um i I think uh it didn't need to be in this movie um, I because i I guess well, so so there's the age thing, the like who who is the audience um, but also just this like, we don't use that word, you yeah. know like like it's it's never okay to say that word. And And this um, is a
1: real interaction that Piper says, the real life Piper says that she did have with one of their exchange students named Carrie was her real name. And what it tells you, at least what it tells me, again, as a grown adult, not as an eight-year-old, when I definitely watched this movie, is what it tells me as an adult is she's like, oh, I wouldn't use that word about you.
0: Mm, Because you're one of the good ones.
1: and, And also, but that's a word... As people use around me a lot that I am not like like I hear this word a lot
0: right so and it seems
1: fine when I hear it
0: right. yeah right she's not like right she's not like she doesn't whisper the k word right right she's and not she, she like, doesn't say I, those
1: are awful words she, I never use them no one she uses she just them.
0: very matter of factly is like oh I wouldn't call you an n you're a k <laughs> you know like you're like mhm mm-hmm. What? So anyway, yeah. so so Piper leaves her room. Um, She asks her father about that word.
1: Well, her like, mom is doing her hair. And she says, oh, like she's listing other things. They call the trunk of a car a boot. They do X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. And she would call us, what was it? And then she says the K word. And her dad says, if she calls you that, I, if she calls you that, I want her out. Her dad gets up. She, He's like, I want her out of the house if she sure. said that to you. To to show you that that's was, is really bad Right. So this scene is more explicit and she says, you know, that's not what she said. She said Bantu. She said she'd never call me that one. But mm-hmm. it still tells you th- this is a word she taught their daughter.
0: Right. Right.
1: Because again, and then again we have to say it because this is the system that she has grown right. up in.
0: is like no, you are this hateful word. You know, like I, yeah, it, it's just um yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about that. It's it's a it's a very upsetting scene, I would say. It is jarring. Um
1: so then we just leave we leave all that in the past and we have to move on. Mari has a direct conversation with Ron, where um she's like I just late walking around the house and she starts reading roots. He says you should definitely read roots. Again, I didn't know what roots was. Yeah, I had to look it this up this movie. I knew I know what it is now. There's a mini series. There might be more than one mini series now. It's a very intense book about um, the like, history of the history.
0: Yeah.
1: Of, it's about a black family in America, and so he says, "Oh, you can take it back to South Africa with you when you leave." Which I'm like, that is probably a banned book in South Africa. Fair enough. But fair enough. It's supposed to be them bridging the gap, uh,
0: right? That, that that they're both softening towards each other
1: school starts we're going to school they go to the same school they're in junior high because again these are 13 14 year olds um uh, yeah. it seems to be a majority black stu- school Marty gets assigned a book report about um cry the beloved country i think it's called it's about um south africa it's about the beginning of apartheid i believe and it follows a, a black and a white man who have to work together to mm-hmm. do something about the beginning of apartheid. i rented it from the library I have not read it yet and so Mari says no I've never heard of this book it's probably just banned at home mm. and um she's like what do you mean banned and she says yeah the government for our own safety bans books that were uh, books and music and stuff that we're not supposed yeah. to read it keeps very
0: matter-of-factly
1: it's the same way she mentioned the the, the travel cards earlier she, and she's like right. no people they like that they being black people it keeps them safe and out of trouble which is just the what she's been she's parroting what she's been told the
0: whole and, and i gotta be honest i i lived with uh a nun who grew up in mussolini's italy and she talked about it very matter-of-factly she did not she does not hate mussolini yeah. because that's how she grew up she didn't know anything right. different so this is so real um and yeah that she's just like yeah they we don't have have certain books that that could be dangerous for us and, and that's how it is so now can we get to when the embassy people come?
1: Yeah, now the embassy people, we have another bonding montage. They're dancing and skating and stuff. And then, yes, the embassy comes and just takes Mari. And we're like, well, why did these it's a people kidnapping. come It's and straight up a her? kidnapping. It's, like, yes.
0: I, I can't believe that Roscoe didn't fight more. Because I would be like, wait a second. This child's safety is, like, my responsibility. It's in my hands. You can't just take it. her. <laughs> like, you can't. But they do. And they they take her to the embassy, and at the embassy, there are quite a few people protesting. And so she's like, "What is this about?" Um, they're like, "Oh, there, it's not that big of a deal." Blah 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 blah. But we find out that Stephen Biko had died, and the story at yes. the embassy is that he had um. This is a family friendly show, so I just want to say, uh, he had harmed himself, um, and and that's just kind of the lie that's going around. We find out and that He
1: they call him a terrorist a troublemaker. The line is not that he was an activist, which is what he is now known to be and what he was known at the time by the Black community. We see every worker at the embassy is white. They're all white South Africans. And they are saying, yes, he had harmed himself and he was a terrorist. And they're saying basically like, not a big loss. The Americans are freaking out and blaming us. Over nothing.
0: Um, the congressman is very upset about it. We find out that, you know, the the report comes out that he... Uh, was killed by the police, um, and so yeah, this is kind of a big deal, um, which was all.
1: This was a real thing that happened. Stephen Biko mm-hmm. was a real man, and he was, um, yes, he was killed by the police while in custody.
0: Okay, just take a deep or breath. Crossing this is a, a
1: border. This is a Disney, this is our <laughs> this is least. D- uh, these these are normally just fun, sassy little what? episodes,
0: <laughs> like, and this one's not. <laughs> like what? <laughs> but in in our last episode we had people randomly breaking into dancing with no music (laughs) i was
1: thinking right because in i had been thinking all along oh at the end it would be fun to to tally up our scores and list the decoms we liked best and then i was thinking how do i possibly compare this movie to radio rebel and high school musical right oh yeah oh yeah my two favorite uh dcoms are high school musical and the color of friendship sounds like a thing that makes sense and then you would watch um, watch the two back to back watch the two back to back
0: (laughs) you would get whiplash um (laughs) literally the the yeah And, and we've discussed this a little bit in in some of the older dcoms the older dcoms have more character development they tend to be seem like it should really be like a family movie i mean i guess ron and
1: roscoe are main characters in this movie
0: they they do have character development yeah they do absolutely um like this movie should only be watched as a family i would think
1: i would say yes
0: only in a situation where you can discuss it
1: i almost Um, feel
0: like, like
1: sometimes they had you know things on disney channel where like um Rosie O'Donnell like after would like tell us about the environment and stuff and I feel like this should have always been preceded by like Rosie O'Donnell telling us hey maybe as a family we should all sit down and or like Oprah yeah, Winfrey or, or w- Wobby Goldberg come on, could come on and be like hey yeah, like we should all as a kids, family like, sit re- down
0: yeah they did that after 9 after 9-11 like all the kids yes. sat down and were like oh I was really scared but then like I talked to my family and realized that like no we're really safe you know or whatever that is mm-hmm. um yeah this could have really benefited and, and i mean and I maybe know. they
1: did at that, the that's time, what i'm
0: thinking I, and we're I'm not seeing
1: it on disney channel because they definitely ran like black history month things they talked about mm-hmm. george washington carver they talked about the inventor of the traffic light was a black american mm-hmm. they talked about kwanzaa so mm-hmm. they did think, obviously yeah. They obviously talked about mlk they did things Meg like Jemison was the
0: first black woman Ash, astronaut i know that they did stuff on her yeah but this I, I think what makes this so difficult is that it's so political it's not just race relationships oh, it's international law right <laughs> and you're like
1: what what so congressman Dellums like storms the embassy
0: and he, like, he this is not he's not okay. a
1: congressman and he's like G- give her back to me she is supposed and, to staying with my family and he says family.
0: like you kidnapped her <laughs> You yeah.
1: kidnapped her and you already are dealing with horrible press. We don't see this scene, but he describes it to Rasco later. He says, yeah. you're already dealing with horrible press over Stephen Biko. Let her come home with me so that I don't go to tell the press that after the Stephen Biko thing, in order to cover it up and not let your citizens know about it, you kidnapped a child from my house.
0: Mm-hmm. Which um, sounds more like something that would happen in an episode of Law and Order SVU
1: yes, than yes, like a
0: deco. on Disney Channel. <laughs>
1: Then Piper has a conversation while uh, Mari's at the embassy. Piper has a conversation with her Nigerian friend. And he says, oh, I thought she'd be long gone by now, my brother. And I had a bet on this. And she says she didn't leave of her own accord. They just took her. Right. And he says, Piper, you really think she's your friend? Ask her if you can go stay with her. Mm. Why do you think she hasn't invited you? Mm. She's just, he, he implies heavily that she is just playing a role here sure. she's just having fun she's just slumming it for fun she's just like i always think of um several years ago seven or eight years ago there was a photo shoot that kim and kanye did in what seemed to be like a relatively average house yeah and they did it like for the aesthetic and everyone was saying like oh they're just role-playing middle class for the day so yep. that's kind of what he was saying she, oh she's just like role-playing she's just like living with which with i mean yeah
0: else. like she she's in america she's doing what she has to do to you know make it mm-hmm. but
1: and then she's gonna go back to south africa and just go on with her life and it'll just be like that funny four months she spent in america is what he's implying right. so piper starts thinking about that more mari mm-hmm. comes back and mari's just in a great mood and she's like maybe run should have told her something about Stephen pico um mm-hmm. and she goes to Piper and she's like I'm back let's boogie you can't get rid of me I'm like an old dime whatever that means and, and Piper's angry Piper's angry Piper says you know aren't you upset about Stephen Biko and she says he's just a terrorist that you know did that to himself mm-hmm. and Piper says no your police did that to him and they're pigs
0: which implies that Mari's father
1: father is a pig is a pig and then Piper says, can I stay with you in South Africa? Can I come visit you? Can I do a semester abroad at your house so we can hang out again? And Mari says, yeah. And then they fight and they continue to fight. And then Mari runs outside. This is where I think the movie does a good job because we mm-hmm. couldn't pretend like they these two girls had solved all international race relations Correct. and fixed <laughs> both America and South Africa. And we found uh, world peace. Yeah. Like how in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's music is supposed to bring peace to the world, oh, like this one relationship. One
0: of my favorite movies. So good. so, so Ron, goes out. <laughs> Ron, Ron Delum, uh, goes out. Ron, Congressman Dellum, goes out and kind of talks to Mari and says, you know, um, we have a really difficult history too. And like, this is where you are now. Um...
1: And Mari's crying. She says, I wish Piper could visit me in South Africa, but mm. she can't. And I can't change it which is true which also goes to show you she is seeing yes for the first time here that what she's been told by her government by her parents by everyone she trusts is not true and she can't change it even if she feels this way she's 13 14 years old she's living in her parents house and she can't get them to say it's okay and it raises this
0: question is is she a bad person because she can't do anything you know like Mm -hmm. yeah the the, it's very very it's it's so difficult, too difficult for a decom.
1: They've been so so much more than they can chew.
0: And um, and you know, one of the things that as we've been going back and forth and planning, uh, this podcast has been some of the movies that I thought were decoms, uh, were actually like Disney's World of Movies or whatever on ABC. Mm-hmm. And so I almost wonder if they pitched this. As one of those ABC movies, and it didn't work. Because the, the someone... ABC
1: did have a slightly older audience. They, Correct. Um, yeah, just some of their movies were for more teens. It was more of a teen night than Disney It Channel.
0: wasn't like explicitly for children. Right. And so, um, like, Ruby Bridges appeared as one of those like Saturday night movies or whatever on ABC. But this was on Disney Channel. And so I almost wonder if this was like a test to see if it would, you know. Can we do this sort of stuff on Disney Channel? Um, I don't know. Anyway, let's get back so, to the movie.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we have our final kind of scene. They go to like a March speech mm-hmm. that Congressman Dellums is giving. They're dressed in more traditional African outfits. And Mari not a ton carries, of carries. Yeah. Not not a ton of people there. Mari carries one of the flags that we saw at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie having to do with the um black resistance in south africa yeah and so that's obviously a big supposed to show her character development but again it's subtle
0: it's subtle but like i don't know like if her father saw a picture of that like he would probably flip you know and then
1: the next scene she's going back to south africa her time Mm -hmm. in america is over and she has the flag sewn into the inside of her vest Mm -hmm. she shows flora wordlessly and just to kind of
0: show that she's changed
1: right and then she um, releases her brother's bird that he kept in the cage, which was one of the weaver birds that live in the
0: colonies. Yeah. So this movie is under an hour and a half, um, so it is really intense, start to finish. Um, and then
1: there's some like pro epilogue stuff that pops up on screen mm-hmm. to tell us that the bill Ron Dellums had been working on to um, have sanctions against South Africa during apartheid passes in 1986, nine years after the events of this movie. And in 1994, South Africa has its first fully free elections and the Delms family was present. Yeah. To show his continued relations with South Africa and with the Black people there. Again, some of the people who watch this movie can't read.
0: Yeah. So, um, where I stand, great movie. Um... I, it, it's inappropriate as a decom is where I said I'd have to agree
1: it's a great decom I would recommend people watch it with their children their children who are I would say at the very least seven middle
0: school I, I would say middle school all
1: the way up to middle school I definitely watched it before middle school yeah um I watched it again in middle school and have a conversation afterwards like I wish there great were great conversation like, starter questions online maybe someone has them
0: well but that's the I'm, thing is that like even we were sitting there googling things to try to right. get a better understanding of what this was like
1: and I, it's not know? i don't want to give any discussion questions to have about it with your children because i'm not black i would sure like like a black person ideally one who like lived through this time um
0: yeah. and knows
1: way more than me about these things to give us discussion topics to have with our children after but i think movie. if
0: you're an adult i think watch this movie you know like it's uh, it's so much more than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot there and I think it's a great kind of launching point. Um, I mean, definitely, I, I, am really glad that we did this at the start of the month. Um, you know, because then, yeah, you know, add, add more books to your reading list. Um, yeah. you know, try to understand things a little bit more. Um, like I said, I, I kept throwing in my, my plug for Trevor Noah's book. It's funny what he does, you know, but you, get the sense of how how real the situation was. Um, so. And I will
1: say, again, in that article I read that had to do with Piper, that it was in collaboration with her, she said that the real Carrie, who they'd sponsored, she went back to South Africa, she became a leader in the student resistance movement. She Sounds was so. arrested. She wrote to oh. them um, asking for the Dellums' help because she was being held in prison. And oh. eventually the letters stopped coming. And they don't know what happened to her. And this wow. is a family podcast. So I'm just going to say they think she might not have left prison.
0: Wow. Heavy stuff. Heavy, Heavy stuff. stuff
1: for D. This is not a but, light and fun episode.
0: But I have to say, like, when, when we talk about Black History Month, what comes to mind is what, what you were referring to earlier, like George Washington Carver and Mae Jemison and all of these happy, like, amazing things that Black people have done. Um mm-hmm. And it's really, really important to have that juxtaposed with the reason that's so incredible is because of how many things uh, throughout history have happened um, to work against that. You know, so the true triumph um, of of those individuals and and of communities in in spite of uh, this like horrific, horrific treatment and generational trauma. So that said passion for fashion
1: (laughs) the fashion's actually really great because they do 70s style they've got great bell bottoms roscoe's dressed amazing like roscoe looks so cool the whole time it's the mom she wears just fun 70s out print shirts and she's got bell-bottom jeans on too they're wearing big platform shoes um they wear sort of like a kind of like thing around your head like you'd imagine hippies Wearing yeah,
0: yeah, like a little, little headband.
1: The fashion's fun. It's, it's what you'd think 70s, but not super overdone. It felt like yeah. authentic. And then when they wear the, the traditional African outfits, I thought those were great too. I know that those, mm-hmm. some of those prints have a lot of symbolism. I don't know what any of them mean. Not educated on that subject, but I thought they all looked great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, thought it was good. Um, no specific I mean,
1: outfits pop out to me as bad or not cute. And... So i've got passion for fashion um one of the the one of the only trivia things on imdb about this movie was that this was the only one that says the n-word on the disney channel and i'm like, good good
0: <laughs> i'm glad i would hope so yeah so like you said it's, it's hard to compare it to the other other movies i would objectively give it a 10 um you know as yeah as a movie um
1: but our, our rating system is supposed to be in comparison to other DCOMs, which is like, how do we compare this uh, to Radio Rebel? So I would say, ugh. I don't know, it's hard because, like we said, is it supposed to be, like, for a five-year-old audience? I would say no.
0: Right, yeah.
1: It's supposed to be for, um like we said, middle school audience? Yes, I think it's an important, I think it's a good movie. I would say, watch it with your children. I would say you should have conversations about this movie. I mean, we should be having mm-hmm. conversations about race, in general yeah and And it's it's a good time
0: of year to do that and again uh in 2024 we have so many more resources than we did in 2000 to try to understand these the complex history um and the repercussions of that uh you know that there's lots of great books podcasts
1: movies i think um yeah the open-ended ending is good we see we've changed mari but she doesn't go back and change her whole family because that's not going to happen right. she How doesn't say do that, we know?
0: south africa uh, i mean right. people
1: have joke the joke nowadays the stereotype is that you know oh like my racist like people love their racist grandma because you can't change her mm-hmm. kind of a thing um but that, that's imagine right going home to your incredibly her dad's a police officer her incredibly racist right. parents and like, trying to change them that's not going to happen so it was good to see that she had changed and that that's all we can do i guess is change one person it's easier to change a young person than an old person's opinions about things and it was a great movie yeah i'd probably give it a nine out of ten that scene the 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 hard r scene as i'm gonna call it is um not easy to watch
0: yeah yeah
1: and i feel like i don't know maybe there could have been a warning or more Cultural context about Stephen Biko or what was going to happen? Because, like we said, that we don't really see, but we do see someone kick someone, mm-hmm. and there's not a warning. And they discuss what happened with Stephen Biko. It, it's a tough watch. I'm mean, going to have to give it a nine out of ten just for the the lack of warning.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're I think I have said it. You
1: think, and it's called the color of friendship. The I don't know what the slogan is. On Disney Plus does not make it sound as intense as it is. and Look photo... beyond
0: black and white, and you'll find the color of friendship.
1: Right? Maybe should we say like during an intense political climate between two Right, because countries... that's what it
0: is. It's not just like oh, we don't like white people. Uh, yeah, uh, I. You know what? I've said enough. <laughs> I, I've said it's everything a that I really have to say. Really long episode, this I think. It is a really long one, um, but an important Another one. Another super
1: episode, but an important one. I'm glad to start out Black History Month on it. I would say one of the better decoms doesn't feel like a decom for that reason. Mm-hmm. And a decoms do handle some other heavy topics. There's a Shia LaBeouf Did one it? where he has autism. Mm-hmm. So there are some more intense ones like this. They are Absolutely. few and far between. It's a good movie. It's definitely one I would say has rewatchability, especially with- a middle school age like i wouldn't show it. my son is three and i wouldn't show it to him now i would show it to him in eight years maybe and um have a have a discussion with him about it which i think is good it's a good jumping off point for discussion for families in a way most e are not are not
0: yep all right so this has been right. Go Big Go Decom. Ah, uh, you can find us on our Substack or Go Decom. Substack. Com. Uh, we are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right. So I'm Cece chiccone I'm Kelsey Bowman. And we'll see you next week. Oh wait, wait, wait. What are we watching next week?
1: Next week we are watching Jump In with Corbin
0: Bleu. Oh, so that'll be a fun one. Good. That'll <laughs> be fun. We love Corbin Bleu. <laughs> Something All, <right>. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week.